Hey, this is Brian Austin Green, and you are listening to Geek Out Loud. On this episode of Geek Out Loud, one of the most successful and most fun things we've ever done returns. It's the Big Honkin' Dance Party on this, your safe place to geek out. This is the Geek Out Loud Podcast. Once again, to the Geek Out Loud podcast. Big honking dance party time. That's what this song means. It's the official kicker offer of the dance parties. So here's your responsibility in this episode, in case you forget, because it has been a year since the last Big Honkin' Dance Party. This is Big Honkin' Dance Party 2, Electric Boogaloo. So what I'm going to let you do is I'm going to let you use, you know, take a few minutes here, get warmed up. Get your groove on and uh, and get in the mood for what is sure to be a fun episode. Just dance. Here is the goal. Back with the bass. Pajamas live in effect and I don't waste time. On the mic with a dope rhyme. Jump to the rhythm, jump, jump to the rhythm, jump. And I'm here to combine beats and lyrics to make you shake your pants. Take a chance. Come on and dance. Guys, grab a girl. Don't wait. Make a twirl. World and I'm just a squirrel trying to get a nut to move your butt to the dance floor. So, yo, what's up? Hands in the air. Come on, say yeah. Everybody over here, everybody over there. The crowd is live and I will do this. Food. Party people in the house, move. Jump into some emails here. This first one comes from Tanner. He says, Hey Steve, just listen to episode 41. And before I start, I want to let you know that every time you pimped out the shirts, I ended up laughing. Hey, thanks to everyone who ordered a shirt. We had some printing problems uh, with the hoodies. They've gone out. You should be getting them soon, those of you who ordered hoodies. It says, Now on to the meat of my email. I thought that I would tell you my top 10 favorite superheroes. Before I start, I'll let you, let you know that my hero knowledge 
is relatively limited to movies and TV and such, as I don't read comic books. So here's my list. Number 10, Mr. Fantastic. Number 9, Captain America. Number 8, The Incredible Hulk. Number 7, War Machine. Number 6, Superman. Number 5, Batman. Number 4, The Human Torch. Number 3, The Flash. Number 2, Green Lantern. Parenthesis, Hal Jordan. And number 1, Iron Man. Good list. Good list, Tanner. You know, uh, I'm... uh, Incredible Hulk's kind of low on that list, but that's fine. That's fine. Before I go, I thought I'd give you my thoughts on some video games, seeing as they're just about my biggest geek out items ever. I remember playing video games since I was three or four years old, being in my mid-teens now. That's so funny. I remember playing my dad's NES, which he still own and working edition, by the way. Super Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt were my favorites. We have games... Uh, like Ivan Stewart's off-road truck racing, Top Gun. Top Gun was kind of fun. So I like having to um, refuel. <laughs> Super Mario Brothers 2 and a couple of others escaped my mind at the moment. We never owned a Super Nintendo, and we went straight to the N64. There I developed my love for Super Smash Brothers, which pits Nintendo and second-party characters such as Mario and Kirby against each other in, all, in an all-out fight. Instead of trying to take out your opponent's health bar, you rack up their damage meter and try to knock them out of the ring. We then progress to a GameCube. And currently we have a Wii, and I absolutely love Rock Band and Guitar Hero games. Let me tell you, I've gotten into Rock Band. I'm a uh, bona fide superstar on Rock Band 2. Love it. Absolutely love it. So thanks, Tanner. Appreciate you emailing in, and uh, glad to have you on board, man. Always glad to have Tanner on board. He's a longtime listener of the Geek Out Loud. You know, before we jump into some more emails, just dance a little bit. So yeah, I'm getting this episode out a little late. I recognize that. I know that. Um, and uh, it is February. Valentine's Day is coming up, so I figured I better put this in there. But we have another special email coming up. Not a, not not right now, but down the road. And it, it it'll tie to Valentine's Day a little bit. But anyhow, uh, what I want to talk about real quick is something I've already talked about on uh, Geek Out. Not Geek Out Loud. This is Geek Out Loud. We talked about on round three. And that is that Ivan Reitman has said he's going to return for Ghostbusters 3. I don't know about you guys. I'm totally stoked for that idea. I mean, this, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's one of those things that at this point could go either way, but I'm very optimistic about a third Ghostbusters, especially with all of the original cast involved. Everyone seems really excited about it. And a lot of times when you get people who are genuinely seem to be excited about the project, not necessarily the money they're making from the project, you can expect quality. So that's what I'm really hoping for is quality and a quality cast. If every if all the rumors we've heard about training new Ghostbusters are true, I think those are going to be the key members of this cast. So uh, just, we're going to keep our ears out and, and, and hope for everything. I mean, I really do. I hope for everything to be there, from proton packs to, to positively charged slime ions to Oscar Dana Barrett's son showing up to just whatever you can, you know, looking forward to it because Ghostbusters is such a fun movie. Uh, Ghostbusters 1 and 2. And um, so, you know, I'm looking forward to it because here's my thing. It doesn't matter what other people think. It's just like right now. You should be moving. You should be grooving. You should be having a good time. If you're in traffic, 
you should be bump, be bumping around. If you're at home washing dishes, we said this last time. Get to dancing. Hey, if you're like the dude that emailed last year and you're in the shower fixing some things, get your groove on. If you're doing none of those things, dance. Hey, if you're working out, pick it up enough. Get into a few more emails here because that's what this is all about. It's about you guys having uh, having your say and your voice heard via the emails. Let's see what we've got here. Um, this comes from David up in Knoxville, Tennessee. He says, "Hey, just want to let you know that I, for one, did find you on Geek Out Online podcast. Yes, booyah!" None of this coming from Shu, coming from Sky Next. He came to geek out loud. He said, I was looking for Star Wars or Doctor Who podcasts to listen to while I drive around and deliver the newspaper at 3 a.m. David, if you're up at 3 a.m. right now, this is how you get pumped up, man. It's a dance party. Anyway, I first listened to episode 28, the one with the Doctor Who content. The next step I listened to was number 33 with B.A.G. Wow, that got me thinking, I like TSCC. Why not go back and listen to all the apps? Besides, what else do I have to listen to between 2.30 a.m. and 6.30 a.m.? Oh, my lanta. I've got a few suggestions for you. There's the new Human Target podcast that my podcasting partner for life, Eric Russell, and I do. It's called Blending In. Then there's Round 3, which I'm really excited about. It comes out three times a week, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. It lasts. It runs about 20, 22 minutes, and we take three topics and kind of tackle them and have a good time. It's, it's anything. It's not necessarily geek stuff. It's anything. We just have a blast. He said, so I started with the first few. They are great, by the way. Then over the long Thanksgiving break, I started listening to Shoe. So it was a marathon of Shoe Goal and the Sarah Connor, Sarah Connor Chronicles, which were Skynex. So after about 12 to 15 hours, I hear this review from Sci-Fi Now that says the show is hard to stomach. I had to pull over the car. I was laughing so hard. I must be able to take a whole lot because I'm still listening. And now have even included listening to the Saturday morning big honking show. Says you have a great series of casts, so don't start, don't stop doing what you're doing because I'm going to keep listening no matter what some dumb British mag says. Awesome, dude. Thank you so much, David. And hey, pump up the jam while you deliver those papers, man. Come on. Chris Penny emails in and says, Hey man, long time since we've emailed. Just listened to your interview with David Huey, and it was fantastic to hear 
that you've started watching Doctor Who. Also, congrats on hosting Shoe. That was your goal all along, right? <laughs> no, Chris, it was not my goal all along. I missed Derek terribly over there. But I do want to say, if I hadn't said it already, David Huey had me on his podcast, Who on Who, to talk a little bit of Doctor Who. Had a good time with him, and he was such a super guy for letting me come on and just kind of pimp out all of my different podcasts and everything. So, David, break a move for yourself, sir. Just bust it out. Go for it. Um... But yeah, hey, Doctor Who is good. I've got the, uh, I haven't watched the last three of the television specials that kind of close out uh, David Tennant's run on Doctor Who. Looking forward to actually finding the time to sit down and watch those. I've downloaded them through iTunes and really looking forward to it. As soon as I see that, I'll let you guys know uh, what I think about Right, Sam. She says, hey, Big Honkin. Just wondered what's your opinion on my two favorite geek movie slash miniseries. Taken, the sci-fi miniseries dating from 2002. I've not seen Taken. Dune, both the 1984 film, my preference, and the 2000 miniseries. I've not seen Dune. Make a more of a future question than this month type question. Just thought I would forget it if I didn't ask. Thanks. Hey, thank you, Carissa. And I tell you what I'm going to do for you, Carissa. I'm going to try to watch Taken because I heard good things about it. And I was really interested to see it. I just never got a chance to. Dune, I don't know. I'm really scared of Dune because as much as I'm a geek and as much as I love like Star Wars and it's the foundation of my geekdom, um, I'm sorry, I get to moving a little bit and I just I lose my train of thought. I, sci-fi a lot of time doesn't appeal to me as much as you might think it would. So, um, but I tell you what, I will try to check out Dune, the 1984 film first. And, uh, and then if I like it, I'll go to the 2000 miniseries. Because I tell you what I found out. I'm about to alienate a lot of you. I like the 1970s Battlestar Galactica better than I like the 2000 ones. Sorry. That's just how I feel. I'm going to pump it up. Okay, everybody bust out your best dance move now. Oh, I see someone over there stirring it up. Yeah, you're stirring it up. Making the pizza. Put the pepperoni on there. Yeah, yeah. Someone do the sprinkler for me. Who's got the sprinkler? Running man over in the corner. I see you doing the running man. Some of you are just shaking it like you... I don't know. Shaking it like you're not scared to break it. Right, it's time to get the head working. So so get your necks ready because you're about what to start working love, the head. Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. You know what I'm talking about. No Here we go. This one comes from Evan. And Evan says, Dear Big Honkin, I found you first on Skynext and have followed you into gold. That's Geek Out Loud for the uninitiated. Here's my depressing geek moment. Facts. One, I'm a movie... What are you, Dwight Schrute from The Office? (laughs) Fact. I am a movie geek. I have 500 DVDs in my bedroom. Fact. 
I like gingers, pale redheads with freckles. Fact, I love Terminator, all of it. So a few weeks ago, before Christmas, I was hanging out in the mall with two girls. One I had dated, the other I had no interest in. So after I'd left the girl I had not dated, text me and she said uh, she found my dream girl. Ginger reading a uh, film companion wearing a Terminator shirt. So jokingly, I told her to get me a number. She went up and talked to her and I began texting her through my friend's phone. We texted for an hour and we just clicked. We were cinematic soulmates. I guess her favorite Quentin Tarantino role nobody ever had before me. I said I wanted to talk to uh, I wanted to talk to her about Terminator. She said you better know your stuff. That made my heart race. She put her number in my friend's phone and told me to call her at 8 p.m. the next day and couldn't wait to talk to me either. I got her first name, the school she goes to, and a physical description. So I get my friend to give me the phone number and I put it in my phone. So I called at 8:15, trying not to look desperate. I call and a guy answers, wrong number. I text my friend and she gives me another number of a girl with the same number. Really long story short, three wrong numbers and a heartbreak later, I can't find her. She is out there and lives close, but I cannot find anybody who goes to that school. So in all my geekdom, did not lose me a girl, but gained me a love. But sad, so all in all, my geekdom did not lose me a girl, but gained me a love, but sad circumstances caused a heartbreak. Thanks for your great work, Steve. See you, Steve. Jumping off for you. Yeah. Evan. All right, Evan, here's what we're going to do. Geek Out Loud Nation, I don't know where Evan's from, but I'm willing to bet that if this girl exists, she might have listened to Sky Next. And if she listened to Sky Next, she may be listening to Goal. If you're out there, if you were texting a friend through another girl's phone, if you were doing all this stuff and, and you really exist, find Evan. Do it. The rest of us are going to dance while you hurriedly get in touch with the girl and get Evan's number. Good luck, Evan. You, me, you, me, him, me, me, you, uh, what, what, what? Out loud. No Bringing geeks together. Yeah. Oh, everybody's dancing because I know I am. you what we go from the tragedy the tragedy of a lost love to talking about this past year 2009 what we thought what i thought and, and uh i need to get up off that thing so i'll dance till i feel better
All right. So we all know that 2008 was a phenomenal year for geeks everywhere. I mean, you're talking about things. You had Iron Man. You had The Incredible Hulk. You had The Return of Indiana Jones. You had, oh my, Atlanta. You had uh, The Dark Knight, for crying out loud. You had Pixar's Up. You had, uh, no, you had Pixar's Wall-E. This year was Up. You had Pixar's Wall-E. Even Hancock, even the most lackluster movies were decent. You know, they were okay. They, they weren't like anything to write home about, but like you went, you saw them, and you're like, hey, I could have done without that. But you knew you had so much else to look forward to that it wasn't that big a deal. Well, then comes 2009. Oh, man. I got to be honest with you. The redeeming qualities of 2009 for me were Season 9 of Smallville starting up toward the end. I'm sorry, I love the Clone Wars. Uh, back in May, as it as it closed out, had some great episodes, and um, and as it started back up in you know late 2009, had some good stuff. You know, when you're talking about the highlight of a summer being Star Trek, uh huh. I mean, they're just <sighs> okay. Hold on, let me let me groove a little bit. So Star Trek was good. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like Transformers Revenge of the Fallen, but it had so many issues with it. G.I. Joe had such potential, or should have had such potential, and it kind of fell flat for everybody. You know, it, it's like, I don't know. They're just, from a geek standpoint this this year, there just wasn't much Wolverine, X-Men Wolverine Origins. I always forget that it even exists. That's how forgettable that movie was for me. And I think there can't be anything worse said about a movie than it was forgettable. You know? Um, so yeah. And then we end with Avatar. You know, I've made my thoughts about Avatar abundantly clear, not only on this show, um, but on round three, I, I posted my review about it. Listen, this thing was amazing to look at. It was, it was great. Yeah, the story had been told before, but you know what? I'm a sucker for that kind of story. I just don't think that it, it lived up to the hype. And so 2009 was just just wasn't wasn't all it could be that's why I'm getting up off that thing and dancing till I feel better And now we enter the uh, the rock and roll portion of the show. Because you know what? The thing is, is as much as 2009 ended up being a little lackluster, i got to tell you I'm excited for 2010. TV-wise, you've got Smallville rocking and rolling. The final season of Lost has started up and had a strong opening, if you ask me. And i got to tell you something else. I've come back on the Heroes train this year. Um, I'm not going to say I'm full on. I'm not going to say I'm 10th Wonder hosting material. But I am going to say this, that the, 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 the episode prior to the season finale, um, which aired the week of this recording, absolutely 
sold on everything they've done. The storytelling has not been so convoluted. The characters have not been so ridiculously like, what are you thinking? What are you doing? And the villain has been so compelling. He's been the most compelling villain since season one, Siler. I'm really digging heroes. Not only that, ladies and gentlemen, have you seen the 18 trailer? It looks phenomenal. But not only 18 trailer, ladies and gentlemen, have you seen the Iron Man 2 trailer? I love the moment in the Iron Man 2 trailer uh, where he's like, hey, can I get a kiss for good luck? And she takes the Iron Man helmet. They're in the back of like a big air carrier. And she takes the helmet and she kisses it and throws it out the back. And he runs and just kind of jumps out. And as he jumps, he goes, you complete me. (laughs) Hey, let me tell you what else 2010 was the dawn of. Um, I went on Media Junkyard against a good listener, good friend of the show, uh, Adam Lorando from the Randy Rando Randonopolis podcast. And uh, and we had a battle extraordinaire of of Star Wars trivia. And I got to tell you, he jumped out in the lead early. And uh, he was he was an awesome, awesome opponent in this thing. And, and I got a few lucky breaks and, and finally came back and, and won it. But I, I feel like I won it by the skin of my teeth. And Adam was so gracious and so much fun. We had a blast over on Media Junkyard. But you know what? It's just, I just have such hope for 2010. It is going to shoot to thrill, baby. I know there was no words there, but I just had to do my rock and roll voice. Air guitar. Too many women, too many fails. Shoot the thrill. Play the kill. I got my mind on the Ah. Shoot the thrill. I'm just telling you, I think that's what 2010 is going to do for us. you got Toy Story 3 and 3D coming out. There's just so much happening, and I'm just really a lot more hopeful about this year than I was about 2009. And so, you know, how can we go wrong with an 18 movie where we get, I love it when a plane, it looks like they're taking it seriously. Iron Man 2, that awesome last shot with Iron Man and War Machine. Disney's been bought from Marvel, We're pro- or Disney bought out Marvel. We're probably going to start hearing some incredible things coming out of there. Uh, Crisis on Two Earths comes out here pretty soon on DVD. That looks phenomenal. Uh, it's, I'm, just, I'm just jazzed. As a geek, I'm jazzed. Clone Wars has been amazing, and it looks like it's going to continue to be amazing. Just excited to be alive and be a geek. Get your hands up in there. That's right, rock and roll. Need to bang your head a little bit. Come on. I like to stomp my feet, play little air drums. Come on.
another big deal about 2010, for me at least, is uh, the return of Star Wars Celebration in the form of, uh, well, Star Wars Celebration 5, coming to Orlando, Florida of all places. Guys, that's like a five-hour drive from my house. I could leave and spend the night at my house every night if I really wanted to be super tired the next day. The point is this. The biggest problem I'm going to have with Celebration 5 in, in Orlando is just how hot it's going to be down there. It's going to be a lot of staying inside for me. I, I tell you what, though. Looking forward to it. It's the 30th anniversary of Empire Strikes Back, the the Star Wars movie that most people agree is, is, is the best one. It's, it's so many people's favorite Star Wars movie. I, I'm particular. I'm a Jedi guy over uh, Empire, but still, it, it's still such a great... Uh, I love Star Wars. Why do I even have to defend... Why, anything about it. It's, it's wonderful. It's Empire Strikes Back. So we're going to see a lot of bounty hunters this year. We're going to see a lot of Boba Fett's. We're going to see a lot of Lando Calrissians and some clouds. We've already started to see some of this Empire stuff uh, creep out. There's rumors of a new ADAT coming on the, onto the scene. Uh, Toy-wise, I'm talking about collector-wise, uh, the twin pod cloud cars. Uh, they're, they're re-putting out their snow speeders. It just, I mean... It's Star Wars, and it's going to be Celebration 5, and I'm so looking forward to it. Hopefully, I'll be going, and hopefully, if you're a big Star Wars fan, you'll be able to get down there and meet me, and we'll be able to hang out and enjoy and just celebrate Star Wars. Uh, get your hands up. Come on. It's a celebration. Let's celebrate. We're gonna have a good time tonight. I had a blast when I got to go to Celebration 3 back before Revenge of the Sith was released. Went with my good friend Marcus. He listens to the show. You heard him back on the Dark Knight episode, uh, you know, back in 2008. Um, and, and hopefully we'll be going together again this year. But I'm so, I'm so much more looking forward to this because of the podcast that I've been doing. And I'm just hoping that some of you guys will be there and we'll be able to meet and hang out and, and just share some good times at Celebration 5. Hopefully I get to shake hands with Jimmy Mac and Jason from the Force cast. And, you know, because I'm kind of their white junk drawer cousin. But Celebration 3 was so much fun. I really need to get the video we took and some of the pictures and put together a video in anticipation of Celebration 5 of my Celebration 3 experience. If someone will stay on me about that, I'll probably get it done. Right now, we just need to dance this. need to put get something out of the way right now um guys 
there's so many of you that ordered t-shirts and hoodies. Thank you so much for that. We didn't hit the 100 mark, which was my goal, but we did get over 50, which means there'll be a Twilight Zone episode coming soon. And uh, and I just want to say thank you so much to all of you guys who did that. Uh, we're going to be reopening the ordering process with a much easier uh, store to navigate and use pretty soon, and, uh, and it'll be there constantly. Uh, all the orders will be processed in two-week intervals, so like if you order a week before I process the order, then there's an extra week's wait time. If you order two weeks before I process the order, you know, two-week wait time, that sort of thing. But my thing right now is you guys are truly the greatest podcast listening audience in the universe, and I thank you so much for doing that. I know that with all the other podcasts that have gone on, taking on the, the hosting duties of Shoe and now Round 3 and Blending In and all this stuff, that goal has tended to take a back seat. But I got news for you. It's like Hammer's telling us right now. I'm too legit to quit, man. We're not going to stop going. We're going to be geeking out and geeking out and geeking out. There's so much to come on Geek Out Loud. So so thank you for sticking with us and thank you for being a part of everything that's going on with the Big Honkin' Show and all the support you guys are giving. I appreciate it. And this is my promise to you is I'm just going to be too legit to quit. Now move your buns. You know, I, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, I can't believe I'm playing too legit to quit. <laughs> too legit, too legit to quit, too legit. Uh, if you've listened to Big Honkin' Show, you know that um, this is one of the parodies I'm working on. Too much width to fit. It's all about being a big guy. I do have a funny story about too much width to fit that kind of ties in with a geek story. The year was like 1994 or 95. In Atlanta, Georgia, at Six Flags Over Georgia, the Batman ride had just opened. And I was so excited because it's a geek ride, and I was a geek even then. I was kind of a closet geek. So we go to Six Flags with a group of people, and, and, and we get there, and the line was way out the thing. And you know how they do it at amusement parks. The waiting in line is a spectacle in of itself. It's like it's, like it's own show, kind of. And, and they had this neat, like, Gotham garden set up and everything, and you're going through this stuff, and, and you're beginning to hear different things. You're hearing a little bit of the music from uh, Danny Elfman's score, that sort of thing. And it was a two-and-a-half-hour wait. Then you go into this big warehouse where we're herded like cattle through the little metal divider things. And uh, we're in there. It's so hot in there. And we come out the other side. Now you're on the back side of the warehouse, and they've got a that you're hearing police reports of a guy in clown makeup and you see a crush a, 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 a police car crash into a fire hydrant and then you go back inside this thing going up these steps and you're walking into the bat cave and they've got this whole thing done up like a bat cave there's a huge bat symbol over where the ride comes in and i was so excited it was the first ever hanging roller coaster in georgia and uh and i got up to the front with my friends and we were going to ride and i get in there and i sit down on the little thing and I have to squeeze in because I'm a fat guy. I pull the shoulder harness down, it clicks, and you have a have a, a, a seatbelt that has to come up to the 
the shoulder harness to click in there and I'm like an inch away from clicking oh my god it won't click and so they come and they try to help me and they don't really push they don't really put any effort into it and then I'm like well okay and so I get up and they're like sir you just need to step to the left and so trying to make a joke I'm like well I guess that's why they call it the Batman ride not the fat man ride <laughs> I laugh to keep me crying I was also too fat for the new Superman ride they had a few years later, you know, about seven or eight years later. But it is what it is. It's my fault. And I'm just going to be too legit to quit or have too much with the fit or, you know, just dance. That's a good way to burn calories. Dance. Pop it and lock it. Get back into the email bag here and see what we've got. <laughs> I've been outed recently as a big uh, wrestling fan. This comes from Brian. He says, I was browsing on Netflix and thought of you when I saw this. Giants, midgets, heroes, and villains. Some of the biggest names from wrestling's glory days of the early 1980s appear in Mid-South Wrestling's first film release. That is awesome. Andre the Giant, King Kong Bundy, Junkyard Dog, Ravishing Rick Rude, Mr. USA, Tony Atlas. These are famous moments in classic grudge matches from 1980 to 1984. They haven't been available since they first happened in the ring, making this compilation a must-see for any true wrestling fan. That's from Brian from Pittsburgh. Brian, oh, that was one thing I was always worried to tell you guys is that I was a wrestling fan because, listen, I know it's a show. I know all that stuff. But, uh just love it i do i always have and the mid-south thing really gets me excited what i'm going to try to do one day is have dave jones on here and we're going to try to do a wrestling episode and you're not going to know it's a wrestling episode until you get to listen to it because we're going to sneak it in on you and my challenge to you is to listen to us talk about wrestling and see if you're not completely i'm not asking anyone to become a wrestling fan but what i will say is is i think that you'll find out people can talk about it intelligently and have a good time so Thanks, Brian. I'm going to check that out, Brian. I loved Mid-South Wrestling back in the day. That was like one of the first one I was ever really uh, introduced to. And this comes from Hector Ivan, Hector Ivan Sida Rodriguez. I'm sure I said it wrong. This is Hector from Puerto Rico. He says, hello, Big Honkin. Just passing by to say hello. I wanted to get your thoughts on the wrestler movie with Mickey Rourke. I know that you're a fan of wrestling, and it would be me and I would be interested in hearing your view. I personally saw it this weekend and did not enjoy it that much. Keep up the great work, sir. All of your shows are excellent. Well, Mickey Rourke is going to be in the upcoming Iron Man 2. As we all know, he's going to be playing Whiplash. And um, I watched The Wrestler, and the thing is, is it does. it's not one of those fun movies. You're not going to get a lot of warm fuzzies from watching it. You're not going to, you're not going to end on a real inspirational note. It's not like Rocky for wrestling. It's, uh, but it's about a beat-up old wrestler who just wants to have one more good match, and he's, and he's running the independent circuit now because here's the thing. 
It's a very true-to-life look at this stuff because that's kind of what happens in the business, in the wrestling business, is, is for the longest time, these guys, they might go on to great stardom in some of these bigger arenas like you see the WWE and the now defunct WCW and what they've got on Spike, the, the TNA, which is the NWA. Um, and then once these guys would get too old to really go anymore, they had a nostalgia appeal to them that would allow them, if they went around to some what they call independent feds, Independent feds are just something that someone in a town runs. They might have a, they might go to different towns here and there, but most of the time they have like a central place where they do their thing and have a thing. And Mickey Rourke's a part of some of these, and he goes around these different places, wrestling for peanuts, you know, doing the show for peanuts, and and uh, and it's all a story. And he has a heart attack, and it's all the story about how he deals with that and deals with maybe not wrestling anymore. And it's a, it's you know, it's it's a gritty, raw look at things. Mickey Rourke turned in a great performance, as did Marissa Tomei. It's definitely not for kids, and uh, it's definitely not a fun film that you can sit down with a family and watch. It's, it's one of those that, you know, if you're if you're a fan of films, you know, if you're a snob and you're like, they're films, not movies, I think you'll enjoy it. If you're a wrestling fan, if you're a hardcore wrestling fan, you might enjoy it as well. But uh, there are some familiar faces in there for those of us hardcore wrestling fans. But I liked it, I mean, for what it was, you know. I wouldn't, I'd never say it's one of my favorite um, favorite things ever. Now I'm getting called out here by Anna in Indiana, but before we do that, let's dance because I totally walked over. You spin me right round, baby, round, round. Before we go, really quickly, this is what Anna says. I noticed your comments on Twitter about Twilight having read all the books. I have to say, I'm not very impressed now after the initial excitement world. Yes! Yes! Part of what helped me change my mind was reading the blog of a guy I'm in grad school with. You'll love it. He's tagged each post with the category snark. It's an entertaining and thought-provoking analysis of plot, characters, and Meyer's writing style as he blogged through each and every chapter. An impressive feat in itself. His final conclusions were also very illuminating. Hope you enjoy it. It's a good read, even if you haven't read the books himself, since he tends to give the gist of what happens in each chapter. And that can be found at mkpalos, that's M-K-P-A-L-O-S dot wordpress dot com, and just go to the Twilight category. Um, Anna, thanks so much for that. I haven't checked it out yet, but I will. I'm so glad to hear a girl say she's not super impressed. Our friend Casey isn't, and so that's nice to hear. I saw New Moon. I won't lie to you. I went and saw New Moon. My girlfriend kind of, we, we struck a deal, and I went, struck a deal with some friends, and I went. And I just, I didn't have a problem understanding the thing. I just didn't enjoy it. And so you know what, Anna, in Indiana, you give me a reason to Wang Chung tonight. You know, that's what the dance party's all about, just having a good time, having fun. And, uh, and, and here's, for those of you who are on the Twitter, I'm, let's try to get this thing trending on, um, oh, let's see, Monday, February, February 8th. Monday, February 8th. Let's, let's try to get Wang Chung tonight to Twitter. Hashtag Wang Chung tonight, all one word. I will do it if you'll do it. That's going to wrap it up for us here at the Big Hawkins Haw- Show. Oh, my lanta. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's going to wrap it up for us at Geek Out Loud. Thanks so much for all the emails. Again, to those of you who ordered shirts, thank you so much. You really helped support the show. Let me point you in the direction of Matt's Mercantile. He supports the Big Honkin' Show, and I want to give him a shout-out, mattsmercantile.com. 
so go over there, check that out. Check out thebighonkinshow.com. That's where the other podcast is. Round3show.com. Uh, we've got the Blending In podcast, which is on our old Skynext feed right now. Email me, geekoutonline at gmail.com. We're going to be back, hopefully, before the end of February with some, with some other special stuff. And then as we roll on... Uh, through the rest of the rest of the year, you can expect at least a monthly podcast. So, uh, guys, thanks for sticking with us, man. I'm going to let you go out to the soothing tones of Wang Chung, and uh, and I just want to echo their sentiments. Have fun tonight, whatever you're doing. Try to make it fun. Have a good time. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time on Geek Out Loud. <laughs>